Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the next episode of the Chase McAndrew Podcast. I'm your host, Chase McAndrew. This is the seventh film in the Bond franchise, Diamonds Are Forever, and the sixth and final film, official film in the James Bond franchise to feature Sean Connery in the lead role of James Bond. Now, there are many, many times in this franchise, this 50-whatever, 50-something-odd-long-year franchise, there's multiple times where one entry of the franchise isn't so good. Then the next entry of the franchise is really, really, really damn good. Or great. This movie is neither. This is the exact opposite. Where the movie before it was great. And the movie after it, this movie, is crap. I'm just going to come out and say it. This movie is crap. This movie is a reaction movie. And what do I mean by that? I mean that this movie was literally a reaction to the less than successful movie that came before it on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Either people just didn't like On Her Majesty's Secret Service or they didn't even give it a chance because it wasn't Connery. So Connery was paid a one point whatever it was million dollar contract to do this movie or paycheck to do this movie. You see, I usually do research before I watch the movie. So when I do my notes, when I'm watching the movie, I can write them down. I didn't bother with this film. And this is going to be the, one, the, the first of like three or four movies in this franchise that I'm going to say that because I just don't care because this movie sucks. I, I, I mean, re- really, this movie is just, I mean, I, I love Sean Connery. I really do. I love the guy. He is my favorite Bond. I think he is the best Bond. But I'm sorry, okay? I am sorry. Thunderball was meh. You only lived twice was okay. This movie... It goes from okay to meh to not so great to bad to just plain bad. This movie is is an adventure comedy, and it fails on both of those genres. It's not a fun adventure. It's quite boring, and the comedy sucks. The comedy in this movie fails. Like you know when you go to see a movie that's a comedy, and it's just not funny. That's this movie. Seriously. This movie tries to be fun. And uh, other than a few funny lines from Connery here and there in this two-hour movie, by the way, yeah, this movie... I'm just going to skip to the end of the review for a second. 
like I just said a few minutes ago, this is one of like the three or four movies in this franchise that I think are bad. This is also those in those three or four movies that I will tell you to not watch. Do not watch this movie. If you like this movie, rewatch it. That's fine. You're going to like it because you already like it. I used to when I was a kid. But this movie just... Uh, Connery, once again, doesn't care. Because he was paid a one point whatever million dollar contract or, or paycheck to come back for two films, but he only did one. Thank God. Um, Jill St. John is the Bond girl, Tiffany Case. She's hot. She's fine in the role, even though, even though the character, the character just starts off, the first, like, two scenes, she's pretty good. And then she just gets kind of worse from there. Character just gets worse and worse and worse. Uh, Charles Gray as Blofeld. Oh, my God. I, and, 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 and literally, I mean, oh, my God. She... Okay, I liked him as Henderson in You Only Live Twice. He was good in that small role. Why was he cast as Blofeld other than he was probably cheap to get? Because because of that one point whatever million, million, million dollar paycheck Connery got for this film, everything in this movie looks cheap or just terrible. Like, everything looks terrible. Everything is not that great in this movie. The action's cheap. Everything is cheap. Nothing looks spectacular. Even Connery. It had been... So, from the premiere of You Only Live Twice in 1967 to the probably beginning of 1970 when they probably started filming this movie or the middle of 1970, it had probably been, what, three years since Connery had been with the franchise? Technically four years because the movie came out in 1971, but three, three, three years, okay? Connery in those three years looks like he had aged 10 years. Hairline is way back there. It's, it's just, it's not good. It's quite not good. It's very bad and it's just, this movie, like I said, this 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 is a reaction movie. This is what studio heads do when they react to something. When they when they think, oh they oh they didn't like it. Oh crap 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 crap. Our 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 new bond is gone. Oh crap, the movie didn't make as much as the last couple mo movies. We got to get Connery back, and it. I, I, I just, this, I mean, seriously, what's the plot of this movie? Blofeld has a machine, a, a, a machine, a, what's it called, a, a, a laser weapon that is going to destroy nuclear weapons from China, Russia, and the, U, and the U.S. through a diamond thing. And Bond has to stop him. And Blofeld's also making clones of himself that goes nowhere. And 
a bunch of crap that doesn't need to happen is in between all that boring plot. I mean, seriously. This is probably going to be the, one of the shortest reviews because I'm just going to be ragging on this movie the whole time. Maybe it won't. Who knows? I don't know. But, oh, my God. The opening, the, 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 the pre-title sequence to this movie. By the, by the way, I didn't even say who directed this movie and who produced it and who wrote it and all that. It's directed by Guy Hamilton, produced by Harry Saltzman and Cubby Broccoli. It's written by Tom Mankiewicz and Richard Maybaum. It's based on diamonds, and, and I use that word based very, very loosely, by the way, on the, on the even Fleming novel Diamonds Are Forever. I haven't read the Diamonds Are Forever also, but what I've heard, it's not like this, um, not like this movie much at all. Um... What what does this movie have going for it? Not much. The opening to the pre-title, the opening to the pre-title sequence has a guy in China getting thrown through a glass wall or whatever, and a horribly eighty-yard Sean Connery voice. Where is Blofeld? Where is Blofeld? He knocks this Chinese guy out and puts puts him against the wall first, and he asks him where he's at, where he's at. And horrible dubbing is this guy looks like he's like can't close his mouth and like he's trying to close his mouth but he can't. But the guy's going Kai Kai Cairo, and the guy just like looks and the whole time it's looks he looks like he can't close his mouth. It's it's hilariously terrible. It's so bad. God. And then Bunce finds Blofeld and. He's making Blofeld clones and other crap. And he's making them with like mud baths and shit like that. And it's just. The action in this movie, especially the hand to hand combat stuff, where in the previous film, Peter Hunt knows how to film action pretty well. And the action in. In Goldfinger, because that's the last movie that uh, uh, Guy Hamilton directed, or the last Bond film he directed, which the fights are pretty good in that one. And apparently in the time he was gone from the franchise, he completely forgot how how to film an action sequence, because the action sequences, especially the hand-to-hand combat sequences, are abysmal. They're just so bad. <laughs> They're so bad. <laughs> I mean, literally, the writing, the editing, the music, the music, the music is actually pretty good in this movie. I can't knock that. Everything else but the, like, the music in this movie is bad. Charles Gray is Blofeld? No. <laughs> no! Um, um, Bruce Glover, if you if you know who the actor Crispin Glover is, um, it's his father, plays Mr. Wint, and musician Putter Smith, yes, Putter, as in the golf club, the Putter Smith, plays uh, Mr. Kid. They play Mr. Wint and Mr. Kid. They are a couple, and that's I'm there. They they're that's fine. They're gay. That's cool with me. But I have 
I, I, they're not menacing. They're not menacing at all. They're not scary. They're just weird. I just this movie. This movie's two hours long. It took me like three and a half hours to watch this movie because I just wanted to like walk around and not do anything. Because this movie is so boring. So after Bond fights Blofeld, the the terrible fight that it is, he kills. He thinks he kills Blofeld, but then he realizes that it's Blofeld clones. Later on in, on in the movie, kills Blofeld in the pre-title, or er, then the title sequence happens, <laughs> and once and once again, they're getting the 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 Goldfinger crew back. You have the director, you have the star, and then you have the singer of the, of the Goldfinger, or yeah, the Goldfinger uh, song, uh, Shirley Bassey, and this this. This title sequence is pretty good. It, or it's, it's it's fine. The the uh, the 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 song is what's pretty good, but the just this movie it just please this movie's like bottom four, bottom three for me. I'll, I'll I'll just I don't like it. Boring, terrible, bad. Um, Bond goes undercover as a guy named Peter Franks, and he, who's 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 a diamond smuggler, and he meets Tiffany Case, Joe St. John's character, and like I said, her first couple scenes, she's pretty good, her next couple, she's bad, and then she gets worse from there, and everything else, and just please don't watch this movie. Just, it's boring. The action's really bad. The plot's muddled. Cluck and clo and and it's a cluster F, and it's doesn't make any sense. The movie's just bad. I mean, I, I don't really have much to say about this movie other than don't watch it. <laughs> Nothing is interesting about this movie. No, I don't. I, the the last thing. There's a car chase in the. Okay, okay. So. Bond is in the back of a van of a character named Mr. White, um, who turns out to be Blofeld, uh, who, who, who Blofeld is impersonating. But Bond, Bond gets in the back of this guy's van, him and. Tiffany Case are tailing him, and he gets in the back of the van and everything, and goes to this faci- facility where these, where where these, uh, where where uh, I, I can't think of the, the, their name. These um, oh my God, these these where this where the weapon, the laser weapon is being built. And Bond gets chased out of the building after he mucks some stuff up. I said muck. Yes, mucks some stuff up. 
and then he gets chased out and he finds a moon buggy on a moon landing film set for some reason. And the guy on the, the guys in the film sets try and hit him in, in slow motion and it looks really stupid. And then he gets he gets in a moon buggy. Yes, a moon buggy. <sighs> and he gets chased around the moon buggy and Tiffany Case is outside the, this facility and they get in the car and they get chased back into Vegas. This movie takes place in Vegas, by the way. Um, there's a scene where they they're getting chased through Vegas and they go through a small alleyway. And there's literally a scene. They they realize somewhere in when well, I guess they were watching the dailies of this movie probably I don't I don't know because I didn't look it up because I heard it somewhere a long time ago and I just didn't look it up because I didn't care but they they were looking up they were watching it in dailies where the car gets up on this little ramp and it gets and it goes off its onto its side its right side wheels and it goes through this alleyway. And then they realized, oh, we have to fix that. We have to insert a shot because when the car comes out of the alleyway, it's on its left wheels. So they have an insert shot where <laughs> they literally insert a shot where the car is where where it, it, it it's from a it's from a it's 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 on Connery and Joe St. John, and they literally and Connery goes goes watch your head or whatever he says. And, he tilts from the right side to the left side, inside the alleyway. And it's like, wow, that doesn't look terrible at all. And, and the chase isn't memorable. It's kind of bad. The only thing that's memorable about it is the cool car that they drive. That's about it. Um, the ending action sequence is pretty terrible. Um... They were going to have this big old fight with uh, Blofeld and kill him off finally or something like that. But uh, because of Connery's contract, or his pay, well, I guess it was a contract, technically, but because of Connery's huge-ass paycheck, they couldn't really do that. They couldn't film it because they didn't have the budget for it because a lot of, because a lot of it at that point went to Connery for his one-point-whatever-million-dollar contract. And they didn't have huge budgets like we do today, back in the day. So they have this scene where he, where Blofeld gets in his mini, like, um, gets in his mini, like, like, pod thing. And, and it's just, it looks bad. Like, and Bond, like, gets into this, like, th this crane operated, like, this crane, and he, I mean, this is the ending action sequence, by the, by the way. Bond, they're on this oil rig, and Blofeld's like, like, get me my pod right now, and gets in the pod, or, or not pod, a, a submarine, excuse me, it's like mini submarine, and Bond gets a hold of the crane that's lifting up the submarine. 
going to put it down until the water. <laughs> and because he knocks the guy, he kills the guy, he takes hold of the thing and he rotates it around and he starts and he brings Blofeld back up and starts hitting him against the control room wall. And it's just, that's, that's the big action sequence of this movie. And then there's helicopters from, from above. Oh, and in the middle of the movie-ish, they find the real Willard White in a house being held captive by two women named Bambi and Thumper, and they beat the shit out of Bond, and then Bond somehow, when he gets kicked into the pool, somehow gets out of the upper hand by, by trying to drown them, and the real, the real Willard White is played by Jimmy Dean, the sausage dude, and the country singer, or whatever, and, and it's just... This movie is, uh, I remember it being not that great. It's really quite bad. It's very boring. The comedy doesn't work. Even if you've been trying to be a comedy anymore, I don't know. This movie's just bad. I, I really don't recommend you watch it. I really don't recommend you just just skip it. I mean, seriously, please, just skip it. I beg of thee. I beg you to just skip it. It's not worth it. Just skip this movie. I I painfully watched this movie, and it's a two-hour movie. It took me almost three and a half hours to watch this movie. Because it's boring. I have nothing more, really, to say about this movie. I'm going to give this movie a D. Um, it's quite bad. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. Yeah. I'll see you guys next time for Live and Let Die, the introduction of Roger Moore into the Bond franchise. Thank you guys very much. Have a great rest of your day. I'll see y'all later. Bye-bye.